It's B. Is a celebration yesterday? All right, all right. Just waiting on Sultan to land. And we will be talking about men's health and why we are so stubborn. Wait, wait, wait. What's this saying at the bottom? This is the question mark. Just waiting for Sultan who Sandy Brewster to land. And then we will get the show on the road. <laughs> yes, Donna. Well, I appreciate that. Let me make myself look official here. Guys are very stubborn. Okay, we, we all right. <laughs> All right, so just waiting on the main man who signed Brewster to land and cry. Yeah, something happening. Who's signing? Can you hear me, sir? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you. You are in the do? Yeah, you hear your trumpet playing with Zani? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So just a little background. This is a song that Husani requests every single time when we are in the gym because we actually work out all the time to either soccer, most of the time social commentary, or down to brass stats because you know what? That's just how we do it. And so it's a name. And mm -hmm. one time that we danced, uh, that we work out to Kansas. That we? That we work out to Kansas. Your favorite band? My favorite band. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. So a good night to everyone who is in. Tonight we're going to be looking to have a conversation about men's health. Why are we so stubborn? And the funny thing about this is that two nights ago, when I was discussing the points with Hussani, Dr. Adrian Lord also had a video up speaking to the same topic about why are we so stubborn in terms of getting our health checks and everything like that. So I, I spoke to Hussani about this because I felt like Hussani was the ideal person to speak to. I didn't want to, to speak to a professional just yet because I do, I do have it lined up to speak to a professional later about it in terms of the things that we guys should be looking to do. But I, I spoke to Hussani and I asked him to come on because I feel like Hussani is one of the most proactive males that I know in terms of taking care of his health. And you know what? We see Hussani as the everyday man, someone that we can all relate to, a respectable man in the community. Yeah, try to be. Try to be. Try to be. Great, right? Try, try to be and you're succeeding. So I figured that he would be the ideal man for us to have this conversation this conversation with so <laughs> lucinda says the most stubborn man in the community <laughs> but you know what he is stubborn about his health and he's very stubborn about maintaining good health and that that's a fantastic thing 
So we have six, well, five real topics here that we want to, to go on. Of course, with the format, we'll be, we'll be looking to take any questions and any comments from the group. We already have one comment, comment and we ain't even started yet. And the comment was, Hussani, I don't think you would have seen it, that men were real stubborn. Well, um, um, you know. according to Lucinda, um, I'm the most stubborn. Uh, I don't agree. But um, <laughs> my signs my uh, will show that I'm a Scorpio. And um, uh -huh. that's one. That's one of the attributes that they say um, go on with Scorpios that we're stubborn. But I think but, um, know, in terms of health, um, and we men uh, don't take it as serious as we should. Um, it comes down for some to the whole macho bravado stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I, I I watch a lot of sports, and even on the field when someone gets injured, you know. The one walk off with their own, on their own strength. They don't want help. And uh, you, you find a lot of people don't want to get on the car in NFL or when the physio come out, they're so fast to be limp off the field without um, getting assistance. You know, so I think it's, that's more a psychological thing, in my opinion. Uh -huh. um, yeah, that, that's great for, for most things. Ego, bravado. However you want to put it, whatever term you want to use, that's yes. how I, I see some men um, taking it. You know, they want to show that, that they're that strong, you know, that they're stronger than anybody else, that they could take any, as much pain as, as the next competitor, the next man, the next friend, you know. It's just a, it's just an ego. And well, I agree with that wholeheartedly, they didn't sell it. In fact, Come flow, so hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's you or right. that's you or me. That's probably me, because you know how flow don't treat me good sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, man, there was a comment here by Ghost Rogue. Sorry, sorry, Ghost. I cannot remember the first name, but I'm going to note you as Ghost Rogue 246. I made a very, very valid comment. He said, we are stubborn because of our egos. And on top of that, this is how some of us were raised and socialized as men. We were raised to be tough and emotionless. No, that is something that I really want to delve into, because I feel as though that hits the nail right on the head. Really and truly. I think, you know, we, we are born or, or socialized, I should say, to show as little emotion as possible. You know, it's proof that we can handle things in a rough way. And we then try to do that in a more, um, in a way that we can do it better than the other male, which goes back to what you said earlier about being injured and making sure that we walk off. We don't yeah. want to get carried off. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I could... I, I don't mind taking help. Um, I, I don't... <laughs> I ain't that strong when it comes to like. I, I remember one story. Um, I, I broke my hand. Um, mm -hmm. The one the injury that I had. And I remember I refused. I refused to do the doctor. I didn't think that it was broken. Um, I remember that I had a party the next day that I didn't want to go to. And I made sure... <laughs> I made sure that by all... By hook or crook, I was at this party... And at the party, my heart was hurting me so bad, Gomez. And um, <laughs> I remember everybody but telling still me, this. "Yeah, but I remember everybody telling me, Kusani, <laughs> you were you were broke, like you were like something wrong. It's gonna be fractured or something." And it's only at 
like the pair was short, like terrible at it. I mean, broken. But like I have I refused. I have refused to let go. <laughs> so this broken hand ain't, ain't stop your waist from getting wrong in the party. So <laughs> you had all means to get to the party and then get to the doctor the next week. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I thought it was just a little, a sprain, a small sprain or something like that. Something like some ice, you know, a little mineral ice and some ice with that don't be swelling. But that was the mm. case. Uh, it was a, a, a clean break across my arm, my left wrist. So, so I don't know if it's just me, Usani, but your the, the, your video for me is dropping uh-huh. in and out. If anybody is noticing that, please um, let us know. But just drop it in and out for me personally. It could be flow on okay. my end too. You know, flow don't, don't treat me too good. So so what convinced you to get to the doctor after all? My like, like I said, the pain was unbearable. I also said, you know. If- if it doesn't ease up, I will go and just to make sure that it wasn't broken. Because like I said, I never had a, bro- uh, a broken part of my body before until that, that time. So I just thought like okay. I, said, I just thought it was a sprain. Right. So other persons in the chat are, are confirming that you're just glitching a little bit and not sure if you might find a space that the Wi-Fi might yeah, be a little yeah, stronger. Yeah, 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 yeah. That ain't a problem. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, let me see what's going on here. Let me just get a little time to do that there. Carolyn says that workouts have to be good, man. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> better now? All right, we, we, we cooking the gas here for now. Okay. So Ghost comes in again. He says, but as you get older, you realize that we have the wrong concept. Take, for instance, how much men go to the salon and get manicure and pedicure without thinking that it makes you womanish. Very few. You know, um, but, you know, maturity. Yeah, uh, flow does that, Maturity does help. I think that's more in terms of how society has changed. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. more men are looking to, you know, take care of themselves. You know, physically, um, mentally. You know, it's it's not as taboo as it was before. You know, the whole manicure, pedicure, facials. You know, that's that is current. You know, a lot of men are doing uh-huh. that now. Before, you know. Um, when I was growing up, there weren't that much metrosexuals, as people would call mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody was doing something like that, you know, you're often termed as Gomez. All right, so I have... Yeah, Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So... Yeah. 
hopefully from here flow will behave itself and we could have a smooth a smooth flow so yeah, the last comment that i heard you make was that you know things are different and therefore we're more willing to do certain things now yeah yeah like i said like, like i was saying like before um like in terms of manicures and pedicures and facials and that sort of stuff and men taking care of themselves um it was like more so taboo before mm -hmm. um you know, like, like I say, a, a guy would be girly to, you know, get a facial, to get a manicure, to get a, a pedicure. When it was growing up, when it was young, when it was younger, um, I don't, I don't think it's like that anymore. You know, as as the young people like to say, a lot of us are woke now, and um, woke. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, you know, our woke are cultured. I should say more, more than woke. Right. So we're cultured and. Taking care of yourself is, as you say, is proactive now more than reactive. Exactly. I, I, I share that same view. In fact, I think I had my, my first particular probably about, um, and yes, I know it's pedicure. I had my first probably about, what, about three years ago. I <laughs> almost dropped sleep, to be honest. <laughs> I yeah. almost dropped sleep because it was so relaxing. Yeah, it, it, it's, very, it's, very, it's very relaxing. It's very, I, I, have, them, I have them often. So, uh, nice, 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 nice. Set the tone for the guys, Sultan. Let them know it's okay. It's okay to get a <laughs> So, I really want, yeah, like I really it's want. Okay. It's question. okay for me. It's okay for you. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I really want to ask this particular yeah. question, though. Let me hit the near right when you head here bright and early. When it comes to health care, all right, do we really feel as though we are invincible? Is that it? Is that really going on? We cannot be broken, think, but if we are broken, not for too long. Yeah, I think most men believe they are invincible. Like you said, um, with the example of my broken hand, um, I refused to go to the, the doctor until it was unbearable. Like, I mean, like, if I breathed, my hand, my wrist was hurting me. So that was the only mm -hmm. reason that I went to get checked out. But, you know, it, it comes down to ego. And that is and that's the main rationale for me. You right, know? right, right, right. Walking but with the cast when it look too too cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And <laughs> especially if it is matching with uh, the outfit that you on, you know? I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Well actually one of the points that Adrian Lord was making is that um with the current pandemic, most of the meals are seemingly taking a little bit too long to seek assistance and that's why we kind of running into problems a little bit more yeah i guess uh, but well like you said um luckily for me um my mother always used to got me at the doctor like mm -hmm. it was never it was never a fear for me whether it was the doctor whether it was the the dentist um is is something that i learned from young so it's just saying that i i continue to to do for myself you know, right. I I go I go to the dentist like twice a year, and mm -hmm. I go to the doctor now. And well, especially after I hit thirty, I go to the get that yearly checkup. Right, and that's very important. Yeah. So I want to spend that there for a second. Listen, it is my birthday shirt. Look at yourself. Something <laughs> <laughs> was your relationship like? I, I, I you said me you go to the dentist twice a year. What's your relationship like with your doctor? Um, very, very open. Um, she's somebody that I trust, you know, any, any questions that I have, I will call and ask. Um, 
So, I, so I, I, don't have a, I don't have a fear of doctorism. That is, if that's what you're trying to ask me. So if you feel a little niggas here today, something out to the ordinary, you can just take it if you want to call your doctor one thing? No, no. Like, most of the stuff that has happened to me over the years are things that reoccur. So I mm -hmm. pretty much know what happening. You know, sometimes I just go just to be on the safe side. So, like, I get diagnosed with sinusitis a million and one times. So, you know, you get mm -hmm. the... You run the nose, the itchy throat, and then when I get, I get like a sore, sore throat. And mm -hmm. if like, let me say that I um, decide to <clears throat> spit coal, hawk up coal and spit, and I got blood in it, I can tell you that throat infection kind on sinusitis. So, yeah, yeah, the doctor don't go, come on, I will walk in the doctor and tell the doctor my symptoms. And then she will say, oh yeah, so you got sinusitis. You know, so I just give me a prescription, mm -hmm. let me roll. So for me, like, with certain things like that, um, it's easy, but in terms of like, if you was to go to to your doctor and the doctor tell you, well, sign around with your kidneys or you run tests, and then sign around with your liver or something, I guess, then it's really fear may, may come in and people don't want to go to the doctor because you don't want to find out that something really wrong. You understand? You know, sometimes you wait till the last minute, you wait till you, you're near him blood or pass out or some drastic event has to happen for you then to go to the doctor. Yeah, boy, but that, that fear seems to override trying to find out so you can actually work on the problem. But, you know, that don't, that don't really make a lot of sense at any day, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, like I said, I prefer to, I prefer to know. Um, mm -hmm. I, the person I am, I, I can't like, I don't like going things easily. So, like, it on my mind, I can think about it all the time, all the time, all the time, till I, till I find out where it is. And yeah, that can only make things worse. Exactly. You understand? Stress, yeah. is, stress, is, stress is real. You understand? And it, it, it eats at you. It eats at you physically and then, like, you know, mentally, emotionally, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, the, the important thing, I see a couple of doctors in here as well. The important thing is to ensure that you have a really good relationship with your doctor. Um, the question that is coming in from Mel, is your doctor an older or a younger doctor? Well, my doctor is older. Um, I was going to her from the time I was like two, three years old. So she's probably now in her, I don't want, I, I want her 50s or like early 40s, you know, late 40s. That's her stuff. I, like, I've been going to her for my, my whole life. Uh, let me say, okay. I'm also fortunate to have gone to school with a few guys, you know, a lot of fellas that are, are MDs too. So anything, sometimes, if I can't get into contact with her, I always shoot a message to to all my friends, you know, just, or call, you know, just ask a quick question. So my question to you is, um, if your doctor had retired tomorrow for whatever reason, and you did not have the scenario where your friends were medical practitioners, would you feel mm -hmm. comfortable going to another doctor that you have no previous relationship with, with anything? Um, yeah, I don't, like, for me, it's a job for them. You know what I'm saying? I assume that people mm -hmm. are, after studying all these years to become a, a medical practitioner, I'm assuming that you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, like, health is something serious. So, yes. I, it, it's not a, that is not a fear for me. 
like I could go and sit down in front of a dog. I mean, like obviously you want to get comfortable with the person and stuff like that. That that would be a plus. But for me, I you come in there to do a job like anything else. So I <laughs> I think that's I a guess, really important point there, you know, Husani. You know, at the end of the day, they have the expertise and we do need to trust them. I mean, we also live in a world where a lot of persons um, don't necessarily trust doctors for, you know, whatever reason. Yeah, um, yeah that's which, is, which is fair. That's their choice, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it is what they studied for for a very long time is their expertise. They continue studying and therefore, you know, they have the expertise. We, a lot of us, we tend to self-diagnose, but, you know, there's so many options out there in terms of things, information that we could find, yeah. we would just worry ourselves into oblivion and, you know, it ain't worth it. Um, Ghost came in again to say, once upon a time, you could, you could fear doctors, but in today's world, it's no sense playing with your health. I go to the doctor very quick. I agree with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I agree like I said, like it's been indoctrinated in me from, um, from the time I was a boy. Mm -hmm. um, but for I, me, I'm glad that you were Stop, yeah, but for, but for me, it's got more like well more serious because of you know I getting a younger, mm. and I prefer to like I say, prevent something from happening than so oh shoot I could do this or I could do that after the fact when it's too late. Because regret is a serious thing too, right? Yeah, you send the two panadols and a hot sprite. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the danger of or bush. That's a grammar, grammar <laughs> remedy there, man. Yeah. Um, one of the doctors in the group, Dr. Dr. Dredd, Shane, he is saying the rapport is important and building trust gets better adherence to treatment. Very, very true, Shane. Very true. Yeah. Um, the worst thing to do is to get a web MD to force this fitness <laughs> lady, Jane. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's a uh, the Q, uh, QAnon conspiracy theorist now. You know, go with yeah. web MD and you. My my finger hurting, I hit finger, and then it say you got gutma, and you hit gutma, and you start and then you for them and be for for six hours and get people work do. <laughs> it's true, but anyway, you I've been there, I have been there, and I, I realize no, you know what I have I have that I have done it too. Like the how one thing that my daughter she probably hit me. I must have called the woman, must have both. 24, 24 times in a in a half an hour. <laughs> but you know what? That is better than googling different things. Uh, Twenty-four times in a half exactly. hour. Yeah, <laughs> um, Melissa says I had to face my discomfort and fear a couple of years ago because I was tired of feeling uncomfortable. Found a new doctor and she's incredible. So that just shows that you, know, that you can also have a new experience with a new doctor without that rapport and be able to form something, a new bond that can be very helpful for the rest of your life. That's fantastic. Correct. You know, I, I, I want to delve into another topic. You kind of hit it a little bit earlier. Um, I took a note of it. And I can say track right there because it's one of the topics that we have put down as well. Um, what is even more taboo is for us, you know, we deal with our physical health. You mentioned when you when you broke your wrist that you eventually had to get to your doctor. Of course, after the party. But yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing that's more so taboo is us seeking help, you know, for when we have any disorders or anxieties. So I just want, you know, take the conversation into 
into managing our mental health. Uh, Tracy had mentioned earlier, I don't want to get your quote wrong, that men should seek therapists. So, what's well, your take on it? Uh, well, I have. So, um, I, I totally agree. Um, it's something that I wish that I had done um, much earlier in life, especially for men who suffer from, from trauma, any sort of trauma. Mm. Um, well, I, you know my story. You know me losing my mom at an early age. Well, earlier than, than people would, would normally want to lose them. And I yeah. didn't deal with that trauma till I was... I want to... I probably went twice when I was 24. And then I did not go back until I was in my 30s. I want to like 31, mm. 32. So imagine the progress I would have made if I had when I was 24. But you know, okay. like we say in, in Caribbean culture, um, you know, black men are like Caribbean people in general. I don't think we, we take men, the mental health aspect of life serious. Um, mm -hmm. like, like you say, it's, it's taboo. You know, you're supposed to pray to God and he can help you through it. Or you, mm -hmm. so you can't, men can't show weakness. You can't cry. Yeah. You can't, um, you can't talk to people. You know, you got, you got to keep everything bottled up. And then people, um, are surprised when a man crack, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. yeah. Murder somebody or kill yourself or like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I have no problem, um, the people who see, see, um, Therapist, because like I said, my for one, I I go I go regularly, just to mm -hmm. just to maintain you know certain exercises that I do now to just to keep on to keep mentally sound. I should say. Okay. All right. So if I if I delve a little bit too deep, just let me know. But may yeah, I ask no, 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 what what um what preceded you at twenty four to see a therapist? What what created you know, what, what, say, what made you say, you know, Selton, let me take this step here. Well, you see, well, that, this, that, at 24, it was kind of forced upon me because my mother committed suicide. So everybody will know that I am a, I'm an only child. And I, me and my mom were going through some rather difficult times at that, at that stage. So then when you don't get to, um, was the word they're looking for? Me and my got to reconcile, or we never got to to fix our relationship. So one minute she's here, the next minute she's not, and I can't interact with her to fix it. So for me, I find myself doing a lot of what ifs, or I should have done this. Then it starts to affect me physically. You know, I, I you turn to smoking, drinking, um sets or whatever to um to easy trauma. You know what I'm saying? So like um partying all the time. Like just stuff like that. Just going in, you just just digging yourself deeper and deeper because you're not you're not facing the reality of what has, what has transpired. So right. at twenty four I went because you know some for something so traumatic it's it's suggested. So I just did it because everybody was telling me, you know, Sammy should gonna talk to somebody. So when I talked to somebody and we talked probably two sessions after that, I was like, I'm good. 
at the end of the day, this is something that happened. You can still hear me, Gomez? Yeah, I can hear you though. It broke us. Strongly say to someone, all right. So, I can see you know, it looks as though we're late again. You can hear me, Hussain? All right, seems as though Hussain may be having a, a little difficulty hearing me, so just wait until he can. Uh, I just want to make sure that others in the group can can hear me. Just let me know if you can hear me. Um, certainly, if you can hear me, let me know as well. Yeah, man, the connection played the tail again. You know, everybody seems to be on live at night now, so making things a little bit more difficult. All right, so everyone can hear me quite well. Just making sure that people can hear me. All right, so I can be heard. Who's sunny? All right, pixelating. All right, so let me message something just to make sure. Maybe it's the shirt. <laughs> you know what? It very well might be. It very well might be. Maybe, maybe what I should probably do is to close this out and come back in. And hopefully things will be a little bit smoother. All right, so Sunny, if you can hear me. I'm going to close it out. I'm going to come back in. I'm going to start it from here. I invite you in. All right? All right. Let me invite Husani back in. I hope that this thing operates the way it should operate. It should be because we were in the middle of a, a very, very touching story there where Hussani was able to share a lot. I mean, that's, that's really brave of him to take that, Hussani, that decision at the time and seek help. All right, hopefully this thing should be working out. I see the circle is spinning. So that means something should be happening. Yeah. About, you hear me now? You battle it, John King. All right. So it's clear to me <laughs> yeah. that the fault is at me for wearing this bayonet shirt, and I will not do this again the next time we're on live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, where was I? The last thing I heard was that you decided to, to see help, really, and truly. You were telling that story because persons asked you to do it. You had two conversations with the therapist, and then. Right. Yeah. So, after the two conversations, obviously for me, I thought that, you know, this is something for me. Um, I ain't gonna do this. Um, things happen to people, and you just gotta keep pushing. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, we got, I, I, was another example. I mean, I ain't living in a country that got starving children or genocide or anything like that. I mean, at that stage, I still had a, a pretty decent job. Um, I have friends that was checking for me. Um, for me, life was, life wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? That was just a bad thing that had happened to me, and I just had to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But as, as stuff progressed, you know, and you start living, high, like, you start seeing certain things, and, like, friends starting to get married, and seeing that if people was moving in, um, like, more positive directions, but I was still um, in the same place. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't want to do. Any, I didn't want to do anything. I was comfortable, um, just getting up, going to work, coming home. We hit you. We came to that party, and you know, repeat the the same thing over and over. Process. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Then um. You know that caused um some different relationships to fail and and stuff like that. So the the the, the only constant that I saw. And, and that was was me. So that's what I figured. Um, it was something that I needed. I had to seek clarity for me. So that's why I um, I started back. You know what I'm saying? So then it's only when I sat down and I, I really talked to the therapist, then that you start to, to to peel back a lot of layers to figure out what was you know what was the issue at hand. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's only it's only when I I dealt with that trauma that I um that I I, I started to feel better. Um, I started to take um working out serious, like um more serious I should say, because my issue was always um consistency. Um, but yeah. So after after doing that, like um, I mean I ain't perfect. No, you know what I'm saying. I still I don't no go as often. I don't go as often, but. Like I do a lot, like a lot of different exercises for myself, you know, to to just um to feel bad about myself, to put myself in a bad position. Because, like I said, all we all we experience trauma is just how you it's more how you react to it than than anything else. Um, in my experience, that's true. That's very true. You know, certain that those were two massive decisions that you made. The, you won when you were at twenty four. And it won when you know you were a little bit more mature in your understanding of self. And I think that's a very big and yeah. very important part because before you would have been speaking or, or thinking about you know you having that bravado to go on, other people got it worse than you. But you had to take time to get to know who Sandy Brewster. Yeah, to, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. I think that's a, yeah, that's a, that's so a very like, important point. Getting to know yeah, yourself, so I, and know when to reach out. Yeah, I, I, I've gone real good at that reaching out, that reaching out stage. But also, you know, sometimes you don't really want to be a burden on people because, um, like I said, everybody got the shit going on too, mm -hmm. and it, like. Is 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 take energy from you, you know. Honestly, as somebody calling you all the time, and it's not, I don't think it's a selfish thing, but like sometimes, there what you could do. I mean, sometimes somebody's only is really just want somebody to talk to, 
But as I say, like sometimes you're busy. You know, you might be busy. You know, I can't I can't sit down and listen to you for two hours or three hours. You know what I'm saying? I mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like but sometimes it's be good in that case. Just just for people to be open. I said, man, Gomez, today I ain't feeling so good. I really need somebody to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, you just, you, sometimes you might just need a soundboard. It ain't necessary that you want to do something or anything like that. You just want, like, this bothering me. And, and you know, you get somebody else's perspective on it. Because, yeah. like, so, um, so one thing that I, like, one of the exercises that I used to do, well, like I do know, is a lot of um, positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, some somebody might say that I crazy but like I just talk to myself and uh <laughs> like try to you know just try to boost yourself you know like um I got this quote that is um say sometimes like overconfidence is over right overconfidence is not a crime lack of confidence is a sin. Nice. You know like nice. like, <laughs> like stuff like that you know so like you know and just like in the mirror and as itself positive affirmations go a long way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you know, today's gonna be a good, today's gonna be a good day. Um, your stuff like that. You know, today's gonna mm-hmm. be a good day. You deserve happiness. You deserve wealth. You know, mm-hmm. and the wealth might not be money. You know what I'm saying? Wealth might be um the best friends in the world. You know what I'm saying? That sort of stuff. True. I'm very curious as to if anyone else in the chat um, uses affirmations on a daily or regular basis. If you do this, you know, just let me know. I see Caroline is saying here, positive affirmation is key. Um, have, a, have a whole Dropbox folder. Or oh, I assume that's have a whole Dropbox folder that you into it. But you know, we're saying that you... This ex, that you that says your brain with affirmations. They're, they're, they're yeah. not... There are a lot of really good comments in here. Um, really, you know, <laughs> congratulating you, Husani, on uh, the decisions that you made. Um, uh, I appreciate that. I see one fella in here, one fella in here that I know over 30 years that trying to um, shake my shit, but he can't get it, though. <laughs> you know how he's doing. Um, ABC.2020, very sorry, I do not know the name. But he said, but she or he says, you can call me anytime at all, even if it's 3 a.m. Uh, listen, I feel the pain. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just making sure that I didn't miss nothing that was very, very important. It's okay. So the affirmations ABC, she says she does every day, Mel, every all the time, Carla, all the time. Um, 246 Fitness Lady J is very important, especially on the days when you're not feeling at your best. So, so clearly, this is a positive exercise that works, you know, very important. But, Sandy, are there, are there anything, any other tools that you utilize? Well, like I say, you know, I, I, I tend to reach out, reach out more than I used to before because there was some person that still, um, Used to hold, like you said, holding a lot. Uh, uh. Um, yeah, so just reaching out to, to friends. Um, uh, I don't got a big family, so I consider my friends my family. Uh, I keep, I always say that. Um, I got a lot, a lot of good friends. I, I could say so. Uh, I, I'm one of the lucky ones. I could, I could say in 
in that regard. Um, Very good. Very good. So, so I, when when times get hard, I try to fall back on that more than, than anything else. But like I said, Lucinda keeps saying that I'm stubborn, so like I will I will fight and fight by myself. You know, sometimes it used to be a must. <laughs> I must try to do it myself first before I reach mm. out to anybody. But I tend yeah. to reach out more before I um, try to take it on all by myself. Sometimes not. Again, that's getting to know yourself. I, I, I definitely could, could identify with that. I, I operate the same way. I try to deal with it on my own. But I have I have learned in the in the last few years that any day you do have to reach out. You do have to have some words. And just to you, I praise God that I have some very positive people around that, that can help. But to also back up one of the points that you made earlier, I mean, you said that when you, you know, you found it, you will find it difficult when we are younger to speak to males, to your male friends about certain things. Yeah. You find it a lot easier now to have um, that sounding board without being coined as soft. <laughs> you know, I'm nice for me, like you know, you know my attitude already when it comes to that sort of things. Um, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I to the stage where I really don't care um, if people think that I soft or right. or stuff like that. You know, what I'm saying right. it's more, it's more about um, my physical, my mental well-being. To, as I said, to reach out to people. Excellent. So I, I know, soft, you know, soft, you know to reach out to no to anyway. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I have a question coming in. Sure. I mean, you. if you you want to expand upon that point, what do you mean? Which point? I, the point that you were making about the, about friends. But I, I have a question for you when you if you're finished there. Right, now nah, give me yeah, give me a question. All right. So the question is, what kind of books do you read? Um, right now I read in a book called The Care Package. Um, let me. My friend Daniel. I think you're walking out to the way for you, my brother. Care package. By Sylvester. So, this is the book that I currently reading. All right. So, I tell you, may um, I have care package of positive healing. Sylvester McNutt. Yeah, sorry. I was just saying that you may walk out the strong way for you for a second, but you seem to be stable again. Right, so this is the book that I really know. Mm-hmm. Care Package, A Path to Deep Healing, Sylvester McNutt III, that's the author. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an Instagram page um, where his name is Sylvester McNutt III. He gives a lot of positive affirmations to the you know Um I follow... Trent Shelton on Instagram too. He does a lot of that work too, in terms of his page. <laughs> and um, yeah, just watch a lot of YouTube videos and all like stuff like that. I, I hear listening <laughs> to you, right? but but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but 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 for the rule, man. I try to ignore him. <laughs> <You mind? laughs> all right, so you mentioned a little bit earlier. That exercise you is something that you you gravitated to. You took a lot more serious, right? And yeah. Ghost Rogue also made a point earlier that the gym is his therapist, right? So I really want to find out how what how do you um 
where do you rate exercise within your everyday life? Um, if it is that you exercise purely for the physical, if you exercise for, you know, a little bit of stress relief, mental health, you know, where, where, where is the priority for you? Uh, exercise priority for me is more um, physical well-being. Um, I, still, I still want to be able to follow a shirt. Hey. You know, um, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> me and Gomez, Gomez always telling me that he didn't want me wearing, he want me to burn all my shirts. Yep. For, um, yep. For about 2020. Next, well, 2022, next sorry. You're wearing the shirts. <laughs> yeah, this shirt's a tall. <laughs> the shirts and um and short shirts. That's so, right. But yeah, the gym, the gym man is a is an important part of a life for me. You know, I, I try to to work out every day, do something at least, and, something physical every day. Excellent. So that's the physical. You find that it also aids in your everyday like up and down. Yes. Every hear. time. After after you done exercise, um, my day is is good sweet, man. It's be like it's wake me up, you know what I'm saying? Like I'd be ready to to take on any um endeavors at hand, every any any difficult task, anything like that. I'd be ready. So it does it does help to well my psyche and to you know, make me feel better about myself, stuff like that. Okay. Oh, that's a very important point. Make, make you feel better about yourself. So when you look in the mirror now and you see that, that them muscles forming in the shoulders and things for all the push-ups that you've been doing, you, you know, that, that helps to boost the ego a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's help. It's help. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's an important part too, because... You know, it might seem as though it might, well, be, might be showing off or what have you, you know, if you try to <laughs> body a certain way. But at the end of the day, you're doing it for yourself, right? Are <laughs> uh, you hear reading court comments, right? Are you might just want me dying. <laughs> <laughs> so then if you no, no, huh? no, Corey, I'm not working out for any polo with me. So I don't know you're getting that. <laughs> for UK certain. <laughs> I almost ready yeah, to ask right. if the crew have any more questions for Husani. Um, I should say the crew minus my know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I will do here the OCT. <laughs> you do here, there, right? No problem. <laughs> but yeah, so I just wonder if the crew has any other questions for Husani. I decided to go a little bit longer just because we had a, a couple of issues with the Wi-Fi a little bit before. Yeah. Um, this is the time. Wait, one more point that I want. One more point I want to add um, in terms of um, going to your doctor because, like, in terms of like knowing um, your family history, in terms, well, for me, because um, my grandmother had glaucoma. Mm -hmm. So, as in terms of the whole um, pro being proactive, so I think I had touched on it in terms of the dentist, but like I do it for for my eyes also. You know, and mm -hmm. no way going to the the, uh, the eye doctor like every every year because before it was every two years, then it was every two years. You know, she wants to me every year. So right. just in terms of keeping ahead of the of the um how the eye might deteriorate over time. Right. You know right, right. I never had to. I never had to wear glasses. Luckily for me, 
but obviously there's gonna come a time where I might possibly have to. Mm-hmm. So you're just trying to, you know, try to jump in front of it before it, it happens. Uh, that's why I noticed bright and early that you were one of the most proactive males I know as it relates to taking care of your health, Selton, and making sure you're staying well ahead. Now, we got a burning question here for you, son. I have two questions for you. I can, I can take this one from Mel after. <laughs> the question I have for you, do, are there any specific podcasts that you listen to, Sonny? No, I'm not, I'm not really um, into the podcasts yet. Any podcast mm-hmm. I listen to is more um, on the political spectrum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't really deal with um, any, any mental challenges or something like that. The pages that I would have told you about were the um, Sylvester McNutt third and Trent Shelton. He, do, he does videos from time to time. Um, in this region, in terms of emotional health and, you know, self and, you know, yeah. dealing with trauma and, and that sort of stuff. Excellent. So that, those are the two that I really, um, that really I deal with at this current stage in time. Excellent, Usani. I think you've raised some really important points tonight, some points that, you know, need to be ventilated a little bit more. Um, because men's health is something that, you know, we should be able to speak a lot, a lot more among ourselves um, about, you know, and if you need some help, I should be able to call it. I mean, in fact, in the shit, I am able to call it. Usani said, Usani, um, I got this issue here. I would feel no way about calling you to discuss them. You could have known you for about 50 years, you know, so yeah, you exactly. to have those sort of relationships. Now, the question that everybody wants to find out, Usani here, the question that the whole world waiting to find out and the whole world is waiting for, to be answered. Um, when will you, because I, I don't think she meant you too, I think that was a take when will you, Usani, release your social commentary? Mm-hmm. When it coming up, Usani, let me know what you know. Get him the sneak peek. I, I go again. I, I go again. The lab. Uh, <laughs> I, I go link up with my my uh, uh, swore. You know, I, he's known for that song. He's known for that song. There's nothing sweeter. I, you know that one. Uh-huh. When he when he me up and I being seriously get yeah, track and do something. All right, all right. Uh, and I go do that. I go do that for 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 Kurt. <laughs> you got to brother. Let's <laughs> 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 you can drop a tune in here before you left for a you can drop a rendition no, no, before no, you no, I, 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 I practice. I ain't practice. I, you know, I kind of shy. You what? Who? My son and y'all come on here to turn the lace. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't come on here to tell no lace. <laughs> yeah, man. So we got a, a, a comment here. Trent Shelton is awesome. I listen to him all the time. That's an excellent choice. That's from ABC Doc to 2020. Um, just making sure that I haven't missed anything else there. Um, Caroline, oh, and Lucinda told me, um, the reason that I walk so far with these hard shoes on is because I have no choice, I don't own a transportation, I don't got the car. So, in order for me to get to work, to get to the bank, to get to those sort of places, I have to walk in my work shoes. Mm-hmm. As you know, you go, you go, use B2, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. But I hope, I hope I was able to um to give um some helpful information today. You know um yeah man. Uh, I could definitely say that you were from my perspective and based on the comments that that I have seen here. Um, Diane says your comment gave me an idea a men's health hotline. All right, 
Women have very, very poor health-seeking habits. In most clinics are full with women, well, hospitals, and I assume a lot complications are predominantly men. Well, in hospitals, I assume that you're saying a lot of complications are predominantly men. So, you know what, Husani, your, your statements here have created a fantastic idea for Diane. So you're definitely doing well. Yeah, man. We'll try to keep it up, man. Nice. Terence. Oh, acute complications. Acute. Yes, Terence. Yeah, I'm good, TC. I'm always good. I know she's surprised to see me here um, on the live, right? So, (laughs) the big bad TC. All right, then. All right, then. Big up, big up. So, very, very um, useful information. Thank you very much for being a part of this. Husani, um, I, I must say to everyone who is here that when I asked Husani if he wanted to have this conversation, he did not hesitate. <laughs> In fact, well, he well, seems to be gone now, but he did not hesitate. In fact, I didn't even finish the, the question. As soon as I started to ask the question, Husani was like, yeah, you're ready. What are we talking about? And when we developed the, the conversation as to what we wanted to speak about, um, he was absolutely gung-ho to discuss it. Hosanna, we want to thank you for being so open. Um, listening to your story, honestly, I was a little emotional hearing it because even though I kind of knew it from before, um, you know, hearing it is, is still, you know, it's fresh. And I'm just really glad that you were able to deal with it very well. And I just want to say you're a very positive person and I, I really invite you to keep that up. So thank you very much for coming through. And... Um, Oh, okay, one more comment. One day you can have a men's group also help some other guys who are going through the same or have been this, going through the same as you, Husani. So that's something for you to consider, brother. All right, so certain volume gone again. He can't hear, but uh, I'm sure that he can see the comments. All right, so again... I will be saving this. Yes, I will be. I will be saving this. I hope that IG doesn't play the fool. Um, but I will tell something that everything, everything that I just said, just know. So thank you very much for you guys for coming through. Really appreciate it. And um, I will let you know when we have any next live and what it shall be about. All right. So thank you very much. And I bid you adieu. Have a fantastic night. I save this now. Enough thanks for the greetings and blessings. Actually, Husani, I mean, um, Lucinda Jackman is calling me Gomez all the time. I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> so I didn't even think that was a mistake. All right, over and out. Everybody rest well.